Welcome to Style It Out, the podcast that inspires confidence, whatever your style. I'm Kate, style and confidence coach, sharing all my professional secrets with you lovely listeners. another week another episode for you guys i hope you're all having marvelous marvelous weeks this week as i record this uh the uk has seen a bit of change in weather and we've finally got some sun up until this point throughout may the weather has been atrocious it has rained every day it's been cold it's been wet it's been miserable and on the last weekend of May, a bank holiday weekend, so an extra day off, the sun blasts us with its presence and it's been glorious. So I've really now been able to delve into that summer wardrobe finally. I got it out of the old vacuum bags weeks ago and I've not been able to use any of it. So, you know, t-shirts are on. T-shirts? I don't wear t-shirts. <laughs> Jumpsuits around the summer dresses. Oh, I rehemmed a dress after the episode with Camila, which went out the previous week, I think, if I've got my recording and distributing posting dates correct in my brain. Um, And we talked about how you can like change up your wardrobe. And I even set a challenge on how you could maybe upcycle something in your wardrobe or or make something feel new again. And you know what I did? I rehemmed a dress. I'd bought a dress on Depop for the low, low price of £5, um, and when it arrived, unfortunately, it was too long on me. It, it fell below my knees, and I wanted it much shorter than that because of the style. It's quite a loose-fitting dress, um, so it sort of swamp- swamped me a little bit and, and didn't really have much shape to it, so I needed to shorten up the dress. And I did it. I d- I'm so pleased with myself. I don't have a sewing machine, so I YouTubed how to rehem a dress by hand, and it it seemed quite straightforward. And I did it, and I'm very yeah. So you know, if I honestly, if I can do something like that, you definitely can, because I am terrible at sewing or anything. Using my hands, it's crafty. It's it's not my forte. So. Yeah, that's what's been going on with me. But we're on to another episode, and this week we are chatting to Eliza, who is the wardrobe boss. She's the boss of wardrobes. Doesn't get better than that, does it? She is a personal stylist, a celebrity stylist, and home organiser, and has her own podcast, The Wardrobe Boss. Um, So she's very knowledgeable about outfits and style and organising your wardrobe, But this week we actually chatted about style and confidence and how style can help us to feel more confident, how we can become a more confident person and really lean into our insecurities to drive us forward rather than having them working against us and how we can sort of, as female entrepreneurs and powerful women, how we can sort of harness that confidence and feel great in what we wear and how we're presenting ourselves to be successful women in whatever way that looks to you. Obviously, we came at it from a a businesswoman perspective, but if you are a stay-at-home mum, that is the woman you've chosen to be, how can you be most confident in that if you are career-driven or if you're 
an artist or whatever type of person you want to be, finding that inner confidence to become that true, authentic self that you want in your life. I think I'm making sense, probably not. So let's just get on with the episode, shall we? Okay, so hi, Eliza. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Thanks for coming on. Um, Did you like to start by just telling us about yourself? Um, I'm Eliza. I'm a New York City native, born and raised in Manhattan. I have a colorful resume in music and fashion. I'm a personal stylist and a home organizer uh, via the Marie Kondo Con Marie method. And um, I've worked with A-listers to homemakers, and I truly enjoy championing people to be the best versions of themselves. Amazing. Um, How did you get into style? You know, when I was born, I was born in Manhattan, and um, I was born in a poor area of Manhattan, if you could believe that. So as a kid, I was always looking in windows, just really wanting the clothes in the stores of the windows. It was just something I loved immediately were clothes. And so I had to be really creative really fast because we couldn't afford those clothes. So I think that my style evolved from watching other people around me, like my mom and my aunts and, you know, uh, creative people on the streets. And I was just inspired by the grittiness of New York and, um, you know, pretty clothes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love um, sort of getting inspiration from just sort of everyday things that we see. Yes. Yes. So we are both sort of two businesswomen, entrepreneur type people. Yes. So today we're going to sort of talk about um, confidence and having that confidence to sort of be our own person and be uh, a woman in this industry. So where do you think your confidence comes from? Honestly, Kate, I have to say that my confidence comes from self-acceptance of my own insecurities, right? And that's taken me years to get there because we're so hard on ourselves. And I know for me personally, I'm very hard on myself. So I've had to learn that it's okay to be my authentic self. And that even came from times where maybe I was trying to be something other than my authentic self. So now that I know who I am, that's exactly where my confidence comes from. Yeah, I think I sort of, I promote myself as being a confidence coach. um, And I'm sort of quite open about the fact that I still have confidence struggles and insecurities I deal with but I think you've hit the nail on the head with the sort of it's accepting those it's not trying to fix them but it's just sort of working with them rather than having them fight against you right of course you know I was thinking about this celebrities need constant reassurance and that has got to be exhausting you know I've worked for a few so I know what it, I mean, I've worked with them intimately. So I really know. And sometimes I'm like, boy, I wouldn't want that life. I just wouldn't want the life of a celebrity. I wouldn't want to be that person. You constantly are being put in different boxes. You feel like you have to measure up to what people think you should be. It's exhausting. And I would never want that life. Mm, Yeah, I'd feel the same. I think, yeah, just having that sort of spotlight on you and people being critical of you so often. And like you said, like, sort of having to feel like you have to measure up into a certain box that you've been put in, yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, having the confidence to sort of 
start up your own business uh, and go out there and style these celebrities and things has that sort of affected your mindset and do you think you have quite a confident mindset now I do have a confident mindset but that doesn't mean that um I'm, I'm not overconfident I don't know everything I don't pretend to know everything I don't think I've arrived I don't think I've got it all under control because it's life is just isn't like that, right? It's day by day. And I never woke up and said, Oh, I want to style celebrities. I mean, that can't, I always loved fashion, but I never ever saw myself as a stylist until one day I was working. I had a job in this, in a big, huge fashion brand. And I hated being in the store. And I was like, you know, I really need to go back to what did I love to do as a child, right? Going back to my authentic self. And then I remembered that every time somebody has an event, you know, that person, their mother, their cousins, their sisters, everybody comes to me and says, hey, so-and-so is getting married. Can you come with me to buy the dress? And then I'm going with that person and eight different other people. And I was like, you know what? Maybe that's something I should explore. And I, when I really thought about it, I was like, I love doing that. And that's how I began my journey. Right. Yeah. Because I, the training I've done when it comes to confidence coaching is that we feel confident when we feel capable in something. So I guess for you, maybe it's having that natural ability with style is where your confidence then factors in. Absolutely. And I think that as children, you know, at least my generation, when you were good at something, no one said, you know what, you're good at this. You should explore that. Because I think when you're good at something, those are your natural talents and abilities. Alicia Keys mother knew that because she kept her on the piano and kept her going. And I think that when people know, I don't care what age it is that you're passionate about something, I think that you should be um, encouraged to continue on that path. And if you feel like at some point, you know what, I used to love it, but I don't love it anymore. Then you move on to something else. But if you keep loving it, then I think it's just obvious that's your calling and you, and it won't be a job to you when you have to do it as a job. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. And do you think there's sort of a specific key to getting into that confident mindset? Absolutely. I think that You know, well, imagine when you do something and it comes out great, right? If you go to bake a cake and your cake comes out great, you're going to feel like, wow, I did a good job. Everybody wants to feel like they're good at something. But if you bake a cake and you're like, oh my gosh, this was awful, then you're not good at it. But if you still have a passion for it and you're willing to learn and you're willing to make mistakes and you're willing to just keep trying it to see if you get it right and then you do and again you just continue to have a passion for it then i think that just speaks volumes and that sh- you shouldn't ignore that because then you'll wind up putting yourself in a box where you probably don't belong yeah i think half the battle with becoming confident is having that sort of acceptance of being able to fail and knowing that failure is okay Absolutely. Especially when someone, people like me and you that we're like, okay, I know this is what I love to do. Like this has not been an easy road for me. It's been back and forth and back and forth. And there have been years that I've made good money and there have been years that I didn't. So it's really been a back and forth thing. But I decided one day I just can't go back to a job because every time that I've said, let me go to a job because you know, and I'll do this on the side. Every time I've done that, I just regretted it. I felt like it was a 
I, a waste of my time and I just did it so that I can have money. And I'm not saying that you should be broken. You shouldn't have money. I'm not saying that you do what you have to do, but at the same time, you've got to, you can't lose your dream because when you're doing something that is not your calling and that you're not supposed to be doing, it makes you unhappy. Mm, yeah, I know that very well. <laughs> it doesn't relate to your own authenticity. And, and mm. I think in life, we need those people to say, keep going, keep going. And every time you hear of someone amazing who's made it to the other side, it's because they had a community or a team of people that said, keep going, keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's so important to let people know that you don't have to do it all by yourself. And like I said, like I started by saying that we are two sort of successful businesswomen, but yeah, we wouldn't have got here on our own. Right. How has developing your own style and sort of being authentic in your style affected how confident you feel? Well, I have to say that I loved clothes first before anything. So before I even knew what my own confidence was, I always liked clothing. Um, so maybe I, maybe you could say when I was young, I used them because I enjoy them, but right to be who I thought I was in life. And now it's different, you know, part, uh, and it's not now it's been for quite a long time, but you know, the clothing is just celebrates parts of my personality. That's really all it does for me. I love clothing first more than style, but clothing, I get to have fun with it. And, and, um, like I said, like highlight to me, the best parts of my personality. And that's how I express myself through my personal style. And that's why I like to coach people. And that's why I'm a personal stylist and I'm not in a store and I'm not working with um, Hollywood people, because that's not the kind of styling that I want to do. I love to encourage people to discover their own signature style because something as small as wardrobe can make a huge difference in your confidence. I love that you sort of highlighted about um, clothing and style being fun because I think people get so caught up in how they look or how they should be looking that we forget that it is, it's a chance to play around and get creative. Yes. Yes. There's no, like, I don't do the rules. Like you can't wear white after Labor Day. Like that was another place in time. That was another time in history. That is not where we are. So those kind of rules, you know, you've got to be careful not to get stuck in a thinking pattern. And it's the same thing with clothes. If you get stuck in a style, then you date yourself. If you get stuck in a way of thinking, you date yourself. And this is, I just use the clothing and the wardrobe as a tool to set up successful mindsets. And it's the same thing with home organizing. When everything in your home has a home and everything in your closet has a home, it's not taking you an hour and a half to get dressed every day and then you get to work late. And then it affects more than people think having a messy wardrobe and a messy home. It affects you in so many other ways. It is unbelievable. People will not even realize you know, you can have bad credit just because you show up late all the time. I mean, it really can affect you in so many ways. Mm, absolutely. And for someone who's sort of maybe new to, to style and playing around with their clothes and things like that, how could someone start to use that to feel more confident or, or sort of deal with any confidence issues? Well, 
I think the first thing you have to do before you, whether you're working with a stylist or you're not, and listen, everybody, I understand that not everyone has um, the finances to work with a stylist, but everybody knows that friend or that friend's cousin who has amazing style. And if that person really loves style, I would say, ask them, they, they would probably love to help you right on your journey. But when you want to discover your own style, like sometimes I ask people, what's your style? And they don't know. And, but that's okay that you don't know. That's why we're here, right? To discover it. And I think one of the first and important things to do is really look at yourself in a full length mirror because you need to know what do you feel when you see yourself? Um, what story, is there a story? Are you in a story about yourself? What's your story? Um, you need to know those kind of things because, and if there's a feeling that comes about, what's your immediate feeling? Because that's going to tell you where your confidence level is. And the thing that I love about using clothing as a tool to boost confidence is that fit, as we both know, is so important. And it doesn't matter what your size is or what your shape is, but the proper fit goes a long way. The right colors for you go a long way. Patterns, accessories can be a game changer. Even your hair as your number one accessory for me, that can be a game changer. I mean, look at, um, oh my gosh, what was this? Susan Boyle, the Scottish singer. That is a perfect example. It was almost like she was this closed flower and then all of a sudden, right? It's not like she got surgery and all this stuff. She... They just did her, they just gave her a style. They gave her a hairstyle. They gave her a hair color. They gave her, you, she stands differently when she sings. She commands the microphone and the audience differently now because she knows who she is. She knows the power she has and she's learned to own it. So you really have to look at yourself and be honest with yourself and Ask yourself, who am I or what story do I have about myself before you even get to the clothing? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. No, I love what you said there. And yeah, about how style can yeah completely change how we are presenting ourselves to yeah like our body language. Are we going to stand taller because we're wearing like our favorite dress that in a color that we feel amazing in? Absolutely. So with that said, do you think you need to have a certain amount of confidence already to wear particular clothes? Or do you think an outfit could bring out that inner confidence that you have? I think you absolutely have to have a certain amount of confidence to wear certain clothes. You know why? Because there's a difference between confidence and delusion. And when you look great in an outfit, you look great. But sometimes people look crazy and they think they look great. And sometimes it's because other people are telling them that's empowerment, wear whatever you want, wear whatever, you know, and sometimes that is really not the answer. Right. And I'm, of course, I'm not saying that you should be ashamed of your body and that your body has to be perfect. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that what looks good on you is going to make you feel good. But some people like to put things that they think look good on them, but they do not. So there's a, yeah, you definitely have to have a certain amount of confidence to pull things off because even if you don't have the confidence, but something looks good, 
When you walk into a room and you see how people stop and look at you, that's how you're going to know how you look. Yeah, I remember when I was younger and I, I, I've always loved style and clothes and, and getting to play around with things, but I think I was quite inexperienced and I didn't really know what worked on me. So I, I may have gone out feeling amazing in something and then seen maybe photos later on and thought, oh, that, that outfit did not work for me. And that sort of really impacted on how I then felt for future dressing. Right. And we've all been guilty of that. Everybody, everybody is, you know, has had that moment, but it's okay. You learn from it. Yeah, that is the key. Yeah. Learning from our mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) And then what would you say is your absolute number one tip for dressing with confidence? Own who you are. Own who you are authentically. Just own it today. Not when you lose weight, not when you get a haircut, not when you own it now, you know, and if you look in the mirror and you see something that you know you don't like, well, take an action today, right now and make a change. It's not, you know, some people looking at it, look at it like I'm spending too much money. You're not spending money hiring a style coach. It's an investment in yourself. You are what you look like to the rest of the world. And if you can project what you want to project and highlight the best parts of your personality and be your authentic self, your confidence is going to naturally come out because you're being who you were meant to be. The number one thing we can do is invest in ourselves, like you said. And for anyone that's sort of hesitant to work with a personal stylist, it's that idea of, yeah, you may be investing a large amount of money now, but think how much money that's going to save you by not buying the wrong clothes in the future. And also just that impact it is going to have on your life because it can be life changing. Absolutely. And it is life changing. And once, you know, the the thing that I love the most is seeing someone who's like kind of dowdy when I start with them. But then by the time I'm finished with them, even in one session, I can see the change. And it's to me, I always describe it. It's like from a closed flower to an open flower. And even the people who have been the most difficult, as long as they listen to my instruction, they, I always wind up being right. (laughs) And it's not that because I'm right, but I'm a professional. You are relying on my expertise to guide the way. So you've got to trust the process. And when they let go and trust the process, they all come back to me and said, I'm sorry, I didn't trust you. Or I didn't, you know, which rarely happens, but I love to see that. I love to see someone's style completely evolve. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you are unrecognizable. Yeah, it's interesting what you said about trying to get clients to trust the process because I've worked with some that they, it was sorting their wardrobe, they just want to hang on to all these old things that they feel safe in, but I'm sort of there to, to challenge them to go, no, you can be better than this. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Thank you for chatting with us today. Would you like to tell people where they can find you? Oh, absolutely. I'm on Instagram as Wardrobe Boss. Now, I'm not the Wardrobe Boss in the UK. I'm just Wardrobe Boss at Instagram and Wardrobe Boss Podcast on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any questions. And if you're in the States and you want to know where to shop in New York City, well, I'm your gal. Amazing. I'll put all your information in the show notes. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kate. I appreciate it. And on to this week's Style Conundrum, which comes from Gemma. 
She says she loves colour and wants to incorporate more into her outfits, but she's unsure which colours work together, so tends to end up sticking to more neutral colours and tones. I can definitely relate to that as a, as a former only black items in my wardrobe. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. And I think last year, personally, I went through a transition of my clothes and, and definitely focused on buying more colourful items, which was a lot of fun. So... I think to say first off it's fine to have a more neutral wardrobe as this can actually create a really classic look for you and an aesthetic for you but I get that, that people want to have more fun with their clothes and spice up your outfits a little bit um, and a great way to do that is with with colour. Um, so you can start off really slowly by adding in colour to a more neutral wardrobe. So a neutral colour means it will work with anything basically so you don't need to worry about going wrong um, because any neutral colours will, will pair with anything so it's quite easy so your neutral colours are things like blacks, whites, greys, beiges, browns, things like that, cream, white, I've said white but yeah things like that. The easiest way to have colour in an outfit is to stick to two colours because that keeps things very simple and very easy so if you're a little newbie when it comes to more colour in your wardrobe that's a great step to take. I'd advise a maximum of three colours in an outfit because this just keeps everything looking coordinated unless you feel particularly confident at colour combinations and then obviously you can get out there and have, have more fun with it. But if you're if you're unsure, three colour max is amazing. And a great way to do this is to have a neutral colour in there with that. So you could have like a black top cream bottoms and then a pop of colour in a in a blazer or a cardigan something like that. Now another way to start getting used to colour and playing around with more colour is to actually use a colour wheel because this is a really fail safe way to learn how to mix colours together and you can find a colour wheel online and image online very easily. You can also buy one very cheaply but the simplest way to know if colours will work are the ones that sit next to each other on the colour wheel. So for example purple will work with blue or purple and red and then you can add in your neutral colour from there for example a black. So let's say purple top black trousers something like that or if you're going for the three colours you could even go purple top black trousers with a blue blazer. I always use blazers as an example, I'm such a fan. Then you have your complementary colours and these sit opposite each other on the wheel so you've got purple again could be with yellow or green. I love purple and green, I know it's a bit like the Joker vibes but <laughs> I think it's a fun look. Or just try a monochromatic look because that doesn't mean it has to be all black or all white when it's monochromatic. It can be all of one really bright colour. And I think a really fun way of doing that is slightly different shades of a colour. So let's use red as an example. So you could have like a really dark red trouser and then a slightly different shade in a top. So maybe like a raspberry something like that. So like burgundy trousers, a raspberry top, this is all just coming out of my mind now. And then, oh, let's put a hat with it and you could have, oh no, raspberry beret, a raspberry beret with burgundy trousers and a letterbox red top. Uh, that's a lot of red and I get that a lot of people wouldn't go for that, uh, it is an extreme look, but you can go for more muted colours with that. But yeah, just like 
head to toe one color but just slightly different shades also different fabrics can a fabric will change the way a color will look it can soften or it can sharpen a color so again like you could have like uh, pleather trousers on in a color which is going to make it look a lot stronger and then like a shift on top in the same color but it's going to look completely different because of that change in fabric it will be much softer and muted so that's another great way of sort of going for a monochromatic look and it just it adds that interest you've got all one color but it just looks whoop, 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 different and exciting and i love it and another way to add in color if you're if you're very new to it and you're a bit unsure is just to to go with your normal outfits to start with and then some colorful accessories because then it's just a little hint pop of color to sort of something you already feel comfortable in because when we're changing up our style when we wanted to do something different it's really good to push yourself out of your comfort zone but you still need to feel right in it and it can be very daunting to make a sudden change so it's great to be able to add in just little little hints and teasers if you will so you could go as big as like a colorful scarf or you could go as small as like a bright ring or a statement ring or a little stud earring anything you want it's yours okay time for tip thought or challenge let's go for a thought this week i am this moment going in off the top of my head because in my notes I haven't left a tip thought or challenge for the week so let's have a little think shall we and I want you to think about how your outfits are making you feel I know we've sort of done something similar to this recently but I want to sort of focus it around confidence because I hope I was going to say I know everyone will have something like this but that might not be true so I hope that everyone has that one piece of clothing that makes them feel so awesome and so confident or that one outfit like their fail safe go-to outfit that they always feel amazing in so i want you to wear that and i for the day i really want to like a mindfulness technique i really want you to like tune into really how it's making you feel how do you perform when you're wearing this outfit if you're at work do you talk more in a meeting do you make better decisions are you more assertive because you've got this outfit on or if you're on a date oh dates is that even a thing anymore with lockdown I mean we're barely in lockdown now in the UK so probably is but yeah if you're on a date like do you feel sexier do you feel more chatty and open do you not need a vodka before you meet someone aka back when I was single I had to get slightly drunk to go on a date because I was so nervous and if you if you don't have a, an outfit in your mind like this that you you've not found something that gives you that confidence yet play around with your clothes or think about what you would feel great in do you love a power suit or do you feel great when you're wearing a dress jeans make you feel amazing can you find a perfect pair of jeans that fit you so well that you just go bam when you wear them have a think about that and i hope you i hope everyone does have that one outfit or that one item but yeah that's your thought for the week and of course let me know how you get on i'd love to see any photos of you in your outfits so do tag me on instagram or send me a message or a comment we are at style it out podcast thanks again to eliza for coming on the show i will leave all of her information in the show notes so you can go check her out don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review i will be picking my favorite review each week and the reviewer of the week will win a copy of my ebook style yourself confident don't forget to follow us over on instagram as i said we are at style it out podcast and i would love to hear from you if you have a style question or conundrum you can drop me a dm or you can email me and all of that information is also in the show notes 
and I hope you have a great week until we meet again. The Style Out podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used to make any decisions. The advice shared on Style Out is general in nature and does not take into account your individual circumstances. Style Out is brought to you by Confidence Stylings with music by Ben Cooper.